I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac. You can, you, can, you, can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives oh. at wfmu.org slash playlists slash WA. A massive elephant comes charging out of the brush, trumpeting. Listen to him trumpeting. He's trying to tell us something. You have encroached on my territory. And I am most upset. Most upset. Lower the safety net. Lower the safety net, please. Lower the safety net, please. Lower the safety net, please. Now we see the safety nets have been lowered. Look at the size of him. And the charging elephant comes ever nearer. Thundering the ground is rumbling, thundering. And the fear and the screams. Then he arrives with his horrible impact. Two people died today. And one elephant slipped away. Yes, two people bound forever, and an elephant lost to yesterday. I've got a trunk full of memories of the morning. I've got my little circus ticket. And commemorative rubber ball. <laughs> I must insist, gentlemen, please. I must insist that our work in Africa go on unimpeded. But really, Lord Roger, after the elephant-related deaths, really? Yes, yes, now more than ever. Now more than ever we must press forward and conquer and vanquish. We must succeed and we must bring back riches bring them home and present them to the Queen for her favours love and admiration of our nation. We shan't stop every time a couple of us fall along the way to the wild beasts and the inclement conditions we may encounter after all. Are we not adventurers? Are we not risk-takers? So no, no, we shan't be stopping. As a matter of fact, we shall never stop. No. Even if we drop, our bodies are so strong, we shall inch along, inching through the mud towards the enemy, frightened by the blood that's coming out of me. I will never stop now. Nothing's gonna slow me down. I'm that inch-long bastard. 
just inching from town to town. You must be like me. I truly insist you must. Although it isn't clear. Ink you or succubus. You horrid winged thing. Your horrid cellophanic wing. It beats so frantically. Proboscis piercing me. Its leg hairs tickling me. Until I fibrillate, clams over the half shell, and roller skate, roller skate. My, what a lovely roller skate key, made of the finest ivory. Hi, it's Mark Hurst, host of Tectonic, here on Wake and Bake with a little slice of tech pie. I haven't said much about genomics on TechPi, and with all the new developments in DNA editing and so on, that feels like an oversight. So here's a recent headline. This comes from MIT's Technology Review, a serious publication, which means that this is not a sci-fi fantasy or some kind of dumb joke. Okay, here's the headline from August 1st, 2019. Quote, Scientists are making human-monkey hybrids in China. You heard that right. There's nothing wrong with your radio. Scientists in China are editing DNA to make human-monkey hybrids. The idea is that these combination creatures, chimeras really, will grow organs like livers and kidneys that can then be harvested for humans. Now, I am totally in favor of medical innovation to help people in need of organ transplants, but I'm not sure I want to create a new life form in order to do it. I have lots and lots of concerns about this Chinese project, but just to list one of the concerns, I wonder about the ethics of breeding and raising part-human creatures in order to slaughter them for organs. There's a novel from 2005 by Kazuo Ishiguro called Never Let Me Go, which concerns this exact ethical dilemma. Going further back, the H.G. Wells novel, The Island of Dr. Moreau, talks about genetically hybridized creatures. It's amazing that Wells wrote that in 1896, and here we are today dealing with that exact issue. Spoiler alert, H.G. Wells thought it was a bad idea to create human-animal hybrids. And so do I. Until next time, this is Mark Hurst. Catch my show, Tectonic, Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on WFMU. It's time now for Waybam Nation. I've been asking you over the course of the last week, what's your phobia? I got a few responses. It's kind of hard to pull them out of you this uh, time around, but let's see what we got. Waybam Nation, wake and bake answering machine. Here's what you said about your phobias. Hi, it's Rachel in Brooklyn, and my worst phobia is, uh, hesitate to say it because I know you're going to play that sound. What sound? Vomit? I'm not going to play it. Yeah, okay. No more vomit sound. Hi, Clay. Sean from Glenridge, New Jersey. My phobias are snakes, reptiles. Uh, I live in Glenridge, a lot of chihuahuas. I'm very scared of them. Got bit by a chihuahua or poodle six years ago. They freak me out. Reptiles and certain dogs. Hi. Dad, this is Eric from Jersey City, and uh, I'm afraid of automated telemachines. Automated telemachines, ATMs. I'm afraid I'm going to stick my card in there, I put in the code, and then it's going to just suck me in, and then I'm going to disappear forever. That's my phobia. Okay, uh, the biggest one, anyway. I got a bunch more. Anyway, thanks. Bye. Smiley dog. My absolute biggest phobia 
ever since when I was a kid, and I'm not sure why, is arachnophobia. I'm just deathly, deathly afraid of spiders. I either want to stomp on them and run away or take a hammer to them or what. I can't imagine these people have spiders uh, as pets. Hey, Clay. This is Scotty Keys. Check it out, man. My worst fear is shooting pools and a ball falls off the table and then I have to go under that table and get it and then the pool table somehow falls on me. As far as my own phobias, it's got to be rats. I talked a little bit about this. But every morning I go down in that path station, that train over here to Jersey City from Manhattan. At about that time, about 4.30 in the morning, it is not unusual to see rats down there. Oh, and it's dirty down there. And you see them scuttling along, and sometimes they just stop in their tracks and look at you. And I'm afraid to go past them. They seem so unafraid of me. It's as if they're just gonna run up and start chewing on my ankle. Rats. Of course, they're kind little mammals, cute little things, but keep them away from me. That's your Waybam phobias. Thanks for your calls, everybody. And I got a new question, too, for next week. I'll give you that in a few minutes. In the meantime, Dennis Yost in the Classics 4. Everything is getting kind of groovy. Spooky. I call you up and ask you if you'd like to go with me and see a movie. First you say no, you got some plans for the night. And then you stop and say... Thanks, Jackie. I'm your action sidekick, Mark Musley. Hi, Mark. I'll join you in the pit in the tiniest tick. The tick of the clock, Jackie. Oh, the one card doesn't sound so good. No, Jackie, that's Mark the new shot of Wayne. In the Avenger. Dodge Avenger. Oh, oh someone slamming the door. That's Ratso in the Ratmobile. Oh, listen to his horn. <laughs> out of Highbridge, New Jersey. Who's this mark of the stationary bike? That's Carl from Idaho. He'll be racing a 1968 Schwinn Varsity bicycle. He's racing the bike, is he? Yes, Jackie. Oh, the poor mob. In the Aston DBR1 out of Durham, England. And just a tight in his nudes. It's Colin. What be that mark? It's the driverless car, Jackie. There ain't nobody driving it. No one, Jackie. Who does it represent? No one, Jackie. It frightens me. Me too, Jackie. Oh, look, here's Carl from Idaho, riding the Schwinn. Schwinn Varsity, Jackie. Oh, don't get so granular, Mark. I want to be accurate, Jackie. Just entertain the people. Like some circus act, Jackie. Oh, look at him go, Mark the News. In the lead, Jackie, out of Wayne, New Jersey. And right behind him, Mark. 
the driverless car, Jackie. Sent from Satan himself. You, you mustn't think that way, Jackie. Who's this man? Oh, he's pulled up close to the grandstand to give you a honk, Jackie. Oh, is that right, so? From Highbridge, New Jersey. Nice of him to say hello. But he won't win now, Jackie. No, he won't. Neither will the nooch, Jackie. Oh, his car's acting up. He's done, Jackie. Get him on the radio. Nooch, come in, please. Yeah, this is Nooch. What happened, Nooch? I just had car trouble. And right. I, I let everyone in Wayne down. I feel yes. terrible. Yes. But don't make him feel bad, Mike. He let Wayne down. His car malfunctioned. Then get out and run. Colin and the Aston GBR one is going is too yeah. fast, Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> Colin from Durham, England. Is he hurt, Mark? Yes, Jackie. That's a shame. Don't look now, Jackie. What is it? It's Carl. If that old beetle. <laughs> Carl from Idaho on the Schwinn Varsity. Oh, but right behind him. The driverless car closing in as they approach the finish. Oh, but look at him go. Carl from Idaho picking up steam. That was a death ray. The driverless car wins. 21 minutes after 8 o'clock, and you guys know, you know, don't you, that the State Fair is ongoing, the Jersey State Fair, August 2nd through the 12th, there in Augusta, New Jersey. What's going on today at the fair? Let's have a look at our itinerary. Well, donate blood today and get free admission at your New Jersey State Fair. It's Children's Day. Two with reduced price on admission. Some of them free, I think. Now you gotta go to the njstatefair.org for all the the real lowdown information. I'm giving you the broad overview of the fair. At noon today, the rooster crowing contest. Hey, look at this! The little Franklin concert band is gonna be there at 8 p.m. You know, I was thinking about this when I was a kid uh, in band. It means so much to the kids that the big people come out and watch them play. I was felt so much of a pride I had when our band would play and the adults would watch. So get out and support that Franklin concert band at the fair. Pig races at 2 p.m. and 7.30 today. The pig races, monster truck rides too. I suppose if you're a kid, uh, that's about as good as it gets, isn't it? The monster truck ride. A baking and canning demonstration. There'll be a draft horse show today. Oscar the Robot will be there. It's just so much stuff. Butterfly feeding. Can you even imagine the excitement of having one of those monarchs perched on your finger, poised to bite, And then you feed that thing and it flaps its little wings and flies down to Mexico and has a pleasant memory of you. (laughs) Ah, the New Jersey uh, State Fair. Ostrich and oxen uh, exhibits really more things that uh, I have um, music for. Uh, Rides, cranes, the Midway, Jockey Derby. I miss that jockey derby. Remember that when you're a kid, you shoot the little pinballs and the horses go across the... Do you 
remember that? No. That was my favorite thing, Jockey Derby. Head around the third corner, it's whirl awake, there's Saint Biscuit. And you win a little uh, teddy bear. I love the fair. Augusta, New Jersey, get out and support that fair. You're gonna go, aren't you? Yes. Yes, you are. Let's play some music now. That's what we do on this radio station. This is about as summer as it gets. From Love and Spoonful. Hot time, summer in the city. Hot town, summer in the city. Back of my neck, getting dirty gray. Come down, isn't it a pity? Doesn't seem to be a shadow in the city. All around, people looking half dead, walking on the sidewalk. Hotter than a match But a night, it's different world. Check, check. What's your first name? Carmen. Carmen and? Jeremy. Carmen and Jeremy. Are you guys homeless? Yes. Right. I, I walk by here on my way to work early in the morning, and sometimes you guys are sleeping here, and there's a couple of food vendors by you. Have they been nice to you, letting you stay by them? Yes. They also offer food. Do they give you food? Yes. I was hoping that they did. How did you end up on the street? You got evicted from my mom's apartment. She was pregnant at at least five months we've been we've been in the streets for nearly about three years we're trying to get ourselves into the shelter together we do not want to get separated are you married we have a domestic partnership right. together been together a long time yes we've been together for three years and eight months we have two beautiful children we're just trying to get some help at least to get us somewhere and it's very difficult, it's very stressful every single day. How old are you? I am 25 years old. And you? 22. So you guys have kids together? Yes. Is that hard for you? Where are the kids? The kids are in a situation in ACS. They're being taken care of by the state? By a family member who was abusing them. They're being abused now? Yes. And have you told the police about it? I told the, the I told the case planner, I told the courts, and I told everybody, and and their matters they're not taken full responsibility. Are people nice to you on the street, or is it a little of each? Well, we got some people who like to throw bananas and be rude, or try to touch us or grab steal our stuff, and you got some people who hands us money, hands us food, and hands us you know books and clothes and shoes and stuff. They're very sweet. Everybody I've talked to who's homeless said the shelters are not a good place. They're not actually a good place. They're like, it's like being in a second jail. They just don't treat you with the appropriate matter you need to be as a human being. Or they just treat you like an animal in a cage. They don't even show no support. They don't even help us when we need to get housing. They, If you get into an argument, they'll kick you out. If you're hungry, they won't feed you sometimes. Some of the food is disgusting, some of the food has poisoning in it. Some food has um, caused me to throw up mostly all the time. I don't know, we need to make this more of a better place and more, more a safer environment for us to be in a shelter together because at the end of the day, we have people that are trying to get to where they need to get to. Let me ask you, and I know uh, you've probably been asked this a hundred times, but I just want you to be able to address it. The people who say, why don't you just get a job? Is it not that easy? Well, I have a job, but it's not like on the books. It's like Uber Eats, so you do food delivery. You pick up the food delivery from whatever, McDonald's, Starbucks, um, Dunkin' Donuts, and you deliver to the person who the person 
that wants the food in that order. And you either get some tips sometimes for the amount that you do. It depends if you're on your time schedule. It's from Monday through Sunday from morning to night time. Another app that we do as work is we do Postmates, but Postmates doesn't give as much money as Uber Eats. So but it's instead gonna... of instead of working for Uber Eats, I want an actual job on the books that will actually give me a, a check that will have the money in my hand where I can get things that I need, shower supplies, food, clothes, shelter, stuff that I need that's important for my health. Right, and it's, it's impossible to make enough in your situation to get somewhere to live, I imagine. Yeah, it is. It's like very difficult. Sometimes we will have that opportunity to get to where we need to get to, and it will just start crashing down like we're just we're vulnerable to the world, and everybody just looks at us as an invisible person. We just want... I, I, it's just so much hatred towards people that are... That don't that don't have any income. They're in the streets. Some people hand you money. Some people don't hand you money. Some people give you criticism. Some people don't criticize you. It's a lot of things that these people like to do to you. Like other homeless people, they tend to use their money for drugs. Other people you tend to use to actually need it to get somewhere in life, or actually with that one single dollar can actually bring that bright moment in the future for somebody. Be like, okay, I can actually. Somebody offered me something. Now I feel like there's somebody that actually cares about us. But in this world, you will never get anything you want. You have to get it the way you need to get it. But in order to fend for yourself, don't worry about what other people think about you. You're, you're your own human being. You need to make more things matter for other people. There's a lot of homeless people. There's more about 100,000 homeless people in New York City that are in the streets that are not trying to go into shelters because they don't help you with the proper with the proper um, things that they need. What about you? Do, you? do you guys give each other strength? Would it be much harder to go through this by yourself? Um, a lot of, um, a lot of um, homeless um, cars, police cars stop by and ask if we would like to be separate and I've told them no because I've been in the shelter before, Bronx Franklin shelter, and that it's a very bad shelter. I got jumped for nothing I didn't do. They accused me of prostituting and I left because a lot of females jumped me. I can't handle the situation with females stealing my ID, stealing my clothes, stealing my important information and using it against me. I pref the strength that I have only is with him because I know that I'll be in a safe, he'll protect me and he'll keep me safe. Even though the streets is not safe, but I know that he could fight and he could defend me from any person that's trying to harm me. Where's your family, your parents? My mom, she has a place to stay, but she can't take me due to the fact that she's fighting for my kids, but she can't take both of us. She's willing to take me, but I don't want that because it's a package deal. When you take me, it's you taking him. You take the kids, you take in all of us. No, no one gets left out. Split We're all family. family. Right, right. Are you guys, despite your difficulties, are you optimistic about the future? The future is I want to I wanna get a, a job, a good job that will support me and help me through any struggles. A house, it doesn't matter what the house is. It could be expensive or it could be a cheap house. As long as I have a place to stay, it doesn't matter how the house looks or the income, as long as I got a place to stay. And the kids, it's just like a family, basically. A family that I never got, I want to give it to my kids so they won't go through what I'm going through, especially my daughter. I don't want her to see 
her mom being like this, being in the streets or smelling or not doing what she's supposed to do. I want my daughter to grow up to see her mom achieve her goals and showing them that when life comes for them, they can do the same thing but differently. What message do you want to leave the world as I leave you guys now? What do you want people to know? So let know that there are people that have feelings. There are people that are human beings. There are people that need help. The one message I want to do, don't ever stop. Always stop and check if somebody's okay or in need because at the end of the day, a lending hand is always a, it's a best positive motive for another person to actually achieve where they want to get to in life. Yes, my name is Carmen and I'm a couple of months pregnant. Uh, I'm roaming in the streets and I don't pregnant. Uh, check one, two. You said you're pregnant? Yes, my name is Carmen and I'm a couple of months pregnant. Uh, I'm roaming in the streets and I don't want nobody to judge me because I'm going to give an abortion. But I would like to let everyone know that if you was a mom and you had both your kids taken away, you would think first either life or sacrifice. And you would feel that you don't want to bring this baby into a world just like the same thing as the other two because the other two went through the same symptom roaming in the streets like you and you don't want the third baby to go through it. You want the baby to be in a better environment and up where they're free. Um, I know it's against a sin, against the law to do that, against a child, but I can't take care of something that I can't take care of myself first. And it, it just happened naturally. I just naturally, you know, you have intimate, you don't think, you don't expect to get pregnant. But now, if I do this abortion, um, the next thing in my plan is is to do birth control, so I won't I won't get pregnant no more. And this is your sleep. you're the father. Yes, I am. The father. How do you feel? At the same time, I feel proud, but then at at the same time, I do feel hurt because me bringing another human being into this world is not an appropriate matter for our sake. Our situation is not not safe for a child to be in this environment. I'd rather her make her own decision because she's a human being, she's an adult, but at the end of the day, giving up an abortion, yes it is a sin, but at the end of the day, you have to take matters into your own hand and try to make sacrifice, little sacrifices here and there, but at the end of the day, you have to be strong for yourself and for who you're with because you're not going to be judged for something. This is not a judgmental option. This is actually a life or death situation you need to worry about bringing another human being because at the end of the day you wouldn't want to be you wouldn't want that child to suffer the way you suffered before thanks for your time you guys thank, thank you, you welcome i appreciate everybody listening enjoy your night take it easy my name is jeremy you guys seem like bright young people and i i know you're gonna pull out of this and i wish you all the best thank you i appreciate it You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Woo! After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you? 
catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They call me the Pigeon. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.